Hey, quick, check your watch, because in six minutes, I'm going to remind you again to look at it so you can see just how long six minutes is, because today we're talking about grabbing and holding people's attention quickly, and I want you to do this in a way that doesn't burn you out. So I've got an easier way to grab your audience than the typical start the episode with a clip of the interview format. I'm also going to share why feedback is your friend. Hit it, ladies. The of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting Sense 2005, I'm your award-winning Hall of Fame podcast coach, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. I'm so glad you're here. This is where I teach you how to start your podcast and how to grow your influence. My website is schoolofpodcasting.com. If you go out and click on the sign up button, be sure to use the coupon code LISTENER, that's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R, when you sign up, that'll save you 20% on either a monthly or yearly subscription. And my mission in podcasting, because it just breaks my heart when I hear this, is when somebody says, yeah, I kind of pulled out this podcasting thing. I did a search for a podcast. I found one and I hit play and I just went, ugh. And so today we're going to talk about how to not make people go, ugh, and primarily We're going to focus on the beginning of your episode. I actually do a show called the Podcast Rodeo Show, and I started this show as a test. I was just testing a media host, and it was never supposed to go. I think I've been doing it over a year now. I'm over 300 episodes, and I basically listen to a podcast, and then I just go, okay, here's my first impression. And so... Back in January, I was approached by someone who wanted their show to have, again, tell me what your first impression is. And the show is, you can find it at the come to the table podcast.com. Again, the come to the table podcast.com. Their kind of tagline is love and action is listening to understand not to react. And they say, this is not a podcast about discussing spiritual deconstruction, reconstruction, contemplation, or the Bible. There are numerous podcasts that we do that. We know because we love and listen to them constantly. So speaking of that, it's that time. You guessed it. Invisible sky buddy alert. Invisible sky buddy alert. Beware. So you might actually hear the word Jesus, and I realize some people are like, well, we talk about things that make people go, ugh. But he says here, uh, again, the show, the Come to the Table podcast says, our intent is taking all that we know and believe at the time and live it out in a conversation while sitting at a literal or figurative table. We won't shy away from a topic or person, and we aren't going to have an argument or debate. Here are those conversations. So He approached me back in January to listen to the show. And again, on the podcast rodeo show, I just listened to the very beginning because it's like five bucks to get your show reviewed where the podcast review show much more expensive, but you get a whole lot more content. And it's really like having two podcast consultants at the same time for the price of like a half. But here is the beginning of his show. Whatever this thing called God was, that he had been brainwashing me with and using Jesus and Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John and Moses, all of these archetypal representations of this creator, like I had that power and I was that, and I was one with whatever that was. And I decided and became very clear 
that nothing in the exterior world could ever penetrate this thing, this power, this force that I was intimately integrated with and a part of. And I decided in that moment that I was going to survive, that I was going to make it, you know, back home to Berkeley somehow, someday, some way. That's when I say, and it's in my book, it's like, in my darkest hour, I found my greatest strength. Love in Action is listening to understand, not to react. All are welcome to come to the table, and all are welcome to listen. And God bless everyone. All right, so as we hit stop right here, my question to you is, do you know what this guy is talking about? Because I don't. I know he said he made it through something, but I don't really know. And that clip was a minute and 11 seconds. So this is really what I'm talking about today is, I don't know if it's because people see this on NPR or what, but they think if I do an interview, what I'm going to do is take a snippet of the interview and I'll play a small clip to hook people in. And so I see this a lot and I see it a lot like this one where I go, huh? And also a minute and 11 seconds is a long time. It really is. And it doesn't need to be that long. Here's the thing. Check this out. You ready? If you go to their show notes, this is the first sentence. Actually, I'm going to pause here for four seconds because in this episode right now at six minutes is when you start to hear what actually happened to Jabali Smith in the episode. And then the host goes on to explain how powerful his story is for another two minutes. And I'll tell you when that is just, just to see how long it takes. So here is, so we listened to a minute and 11 seconds and all you have to say to get me to want to hear the story is this. Are you ready? At just six years of age, Jabali Smith, along with his older brother and sister, was handed over to the leader of a messianic doomsday sex cult voluntarily by his mother. I'm in. That I'm in. I want to hear this story. Now realize as I look up at the clock, we got another minute and five seconds before you just start the interview of this person. If you think about it, movies are an example of content that use trailers to promote the movie. But think about it when a star goes on a talk show. So some actor goes on, they're like, hey, there they are from the big movie, such and such. And then they say, oh, you brought a clip. What's the next thing out of their mouth? Do you need to set this up? And almost always they go, yes, here I am. I'm the person that does such and such and yada, 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 backstory, backstory. And that way the clip makes sense. It builds anticipation. And then you want to go see the movie. In this case, you're pulling something from the middle of your podcast and there is no setup. So it doesn't build anticipation. It builds confusion. And in my opinion, most of the time it doesn't work. And since we're talking about getting people to hit play and listen, I've got to repeat myself because it's just that important. 
I see people on a regular basis that will name the episode title. I saw one the other day and I was like, oh, oh, that's so wrong in my opinion, of course. And that was they named the episode the name of the show. So picture the school of podcasting, 700 plus episodes, and the name of the show is School of Podcasting. The name of this episode is School of Podcasting. The name of the previous episode before that is School of Podcasting. And the one before that, you guessed it, School of Podcasting. With radio or TV, when you turn something on, something starts. With podcasting, the thing that people see when they wake up in the morning and they grab their phone are your headlines, the titles of your episodes. And I, oh, I have to interrupt myself because we just went over the eight minute mark. And that is when the interview started in that episode. So I like to point to Netflix. If you are watching Netflix and you get to the end of an episode of something, you know, a series that has multiple episodes, when you say go to next episode, not only does it skip the end credits, it skips the intro of the next show. People want to get to the content. And so Don Miller has a thing called Story Brand. It's a thing, said Dave. It's a book. It's a course. It's uh, it's really good stuff. And he talks about how every person's brain is tasked with either keeping them alive He says, this means people are always scanning their environment for information that will help them. uh, He calls it survive and thrive. And if somebody hears something, sees something, and and their brain goes, yeah, that's not going to help me thrive or survive, they tune it out because it consumes less calories to actually not try to sit there and listen to something and go, what is this again? So it's all about survive and thrive. But the other thing you want your intro to do is build anticipation. You want people to go, Ooh, wait, what? I want to, I want to hear that. That might actually help me thrive or survive. And so if I said something, just, just to give you an example here, if I said, Hey, later in the show, I got something coming up featuring Kim Cratchy from Toastmasters101.net. Does that make you want to stick around? Maybe because you go, wait, is Toastmasters that that talk thing? I don't know. Maybe you know who Kim is. Maybe not. But probably not building up a lot of anticipation. But if I said, hey, late in the show, I'm going to reveal how I changed one thing in a podcast that I'm getting ready to release. I changed one thing and it instantly created more engagement with everyone who heard it. Would you want to hear that? One thing that greatly improves engagement. Now your brain goes, ooh, that's going to help me thrive. I want more engagement. So there's got to be something for the listener that makes them go, ooh, yeah, that's me. So keep that in mind. My buddy, uh, Eric K. Johnson, the podcast talent coach, who I do the podcast review show with, you can find him at uh, uh, podcasttalentcoach.com. And he said, the other thing you want to do with a great tease is you want to make it, uh, you give people about 80%. So if you think about it, I I gave you a big chunk there. Later in the show, I'm going to reveal one thing that I did to enhance the engagement of a podcast. So, But I didn't tell you what it was. So you're kind of like, and, and people, 
nobody likes a tease in a way, but on the other hand, we don't mind the tease if we get fulfilled at the end. And so Eric says a key to this of a really good tease is you want to make it 20% unfindable. You want it something that people can't go, hold on a second, give me a Google. Okay, and Google, oh, there it is. And so as I was doing some research on this, I found a website, I guess it's pointer, P-O-Y-N-T-E-R.org, said, uh, don't tease the coverage, basically saying the same thing that everyone else is going to say about it. Tease uh, what the viewers, in this case, they were talking about TV, does not expect for you. And their example was, instead of saying, a fire has killed five people, we'll tell you where it happened at 10. Instead, say, hey, tonight at 10, we will tell you how a broken two-way radio system contributed to the deaths of five local firefighters. Not the same thing. And you're like, wait, a a two-way what? And that's, again, part of it is people going, wait, who, what? A bunch of people died. And now you might argue with that and say, what does that have to do? What's in it for the listener? And for some people, they're like, well, wait, I want to find out the answer to that. A two-way, how does a two-way radio kill people? Because maybe you have a two-way radio in your house. Now, for anyone under 30, radios were these things that people used to listen to. But let's not forget one key ingredient. One of the things we're talking about here and where we're getting these tips from is from where? Radio. Coming up next in, you know, the phrase that pays. Why did radio have things like that? You know, they're trying, yes, they're trying to pique your curiosity. They're trying to get something for you to benefit. But the other thing, and this is what we got to remember, we're talking about podcasting, not radio. If you tuned out of radio, you missed it. You missed it. I'm sorry, it happened at 510. You weren't listening. You missed it. We really don't have to worry about people missing it because if for some reason, right when I get to the phrase that pays and you hit stop because you got to walk into work and start your job, when you get back into the car and hit play, you're going to hear the phrase that pays. So I sometimes kind of scratch my head and go, why are we doing things to stop people from tuning out? Because as long as they hit play again, and I guess I guess I kind of get that. We want them to make sure that when work is over, our content is so good that they hit play again. We want to make sure that if they're driving home, the content is so good, they don't get out of the car. I call those driveway moments. When you sit in the driveway You've got your spouse and children waiting for you to, as you walk in the door, go, hey, you're home. And instead, you're in the driveway because you got to hear the end of this podcast. I'm not sure we need to really spend so much time on trying to create something that's going to stop people from tuning out. And that's what I want to talk about, really, when it comes to this. I'm going to... My buddy, Brittany Felix, does podcasting for coaches, and she had a great way that I was like, yes, that's what it is. Cause she also shares my, uh, I guess distaste and it's not so much distaste. I just don't think most people do this in a way that really makes me want to go, Ooh, I want to hear this. And she said, it's like you're walking into the middle of a conversation because you know why uh, you're walking into the middle of a conversation. People are pulling things from the middle of a conversation. And instead of making people go, Ooh, I want to hear what they're talking about. Most of the time you go, Huh? So last week, 
uh, a show I listen to on a regular basis. It features Todd Cochran from Blueberry and Rob Greenlee from Libsyn. It's called The New Media Show. They've been doing it for over a decade. And they had the one, the only Adam Curry. And if you're not familiar with podcasting, Adam Curry and Dave Weiner are credited with the two guys that created the technology that led to podcasting. Hence, they invented podcasting. Hence, we call Adam Curry the podfather. And so Adam doesn't do that many interviews. So it was kind of cool that uh, when you when you get the power of Rob and Todd together, you will get him to to come out of his bunker and talk to you. And so I was listening to the interview and I went over and pulled some clips. Let's listen to these. And I've, I've got permission to uh, play these. So here is a clip from Adam Curry. Let, think about this. If this is the beginning of the new media show. And I start off the show and I go, hey, welcome to episode 383 of the new media show. And I said, well, this makes so much sense. All right. That is here's the beauty of that clip. And I'm, I'm also saying none of these are really great. Let's just say that right up front. That was so short that because it didn't really super pull me in, it kind of makes me go, well, I wonder what makes sense. But it's not like, oh, I got to hear that. But because it's so short, it's kind of no harm, no foul. And then you just get to the good spot. Here's another one. Incredibly popular. People are flipping out over this thing. Okay. So now you might intrigue people to go, well, what are people flipping out over? Here's another one. So that's why people were delighted to hear other stuff. That's as far as I can see. So what we're doing here is we're triggering the fear of missing out. We're talking about things that the audience doesn't know, but that also kind of leads to, huh? And so... Here's another clip. It's broadcasting Adam Curry. Now that's what Adam does on his show. No agenda. It's a great podcast. No agenda show.com is you will hear Adam and he does the show with a guy named John C. Dvorak. And as they're kind of doing their show every now and then you will hear John say to Adam, mark the time on that because somebody said something silly or wacky and they use a clip about that short at the beginning just to have you go, what? Just to kind of grab your attention to like, why is John going? Ike, 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 Ike? And that's the intro. So they use wacky, weird voices, things that are like, what was that to get people to listen? Although there was a lot of grief when I started a podcast network with uh, venture capital money, a lot of people felt that they got gypped. Okay, so that one, you're getting a little behind the scenes. He ran a podcast network. So if you're thinking of starting a podcast network, you might get something out of that. But did that really make you want to hear what he wanted to say? Here's uh, one last one. I agree with you. People have no idea what that really means or how powerful that really is. If they did, then people would be building alternative Facebooks. And I'm glad I made a mistake with that clip. He actually said alternative Facebooks. And here's the fun part. As I pulled that clip in, I'm like, oh, I messed up that clip when I saved it. And here is the key point. First of all, none of those clips, yeah, they maybe, maybe, can you put your fingers up like, yeah, just a little intriguing? But I had to listen to, uh, the episode itself is fairly long, and I am out at like the 10, 12 minute mark, and you'd have to listen to the whole thing, listening for, ooh, that's a good sound clip. And here is my point on this. Now, for the record, if you want to take a clip from the somewhere in the middle of the conversation and pull it in, I'm just letting you know it needs to be intriguing. It needs to be engaging. And just the fact that it's part of the interview, yes, it's real, doesn't mean it's really interesting, is 
these take a lot of thought. They take a lot of time. If I had to now go back into that file and find where Adam said alternative Facebooks and get that extra S in there, holy cow. Now, here's my thought on this, and this is why I typically don't do that. Now, on occasion, I have done this in the past because I edit my own stuff, and I will be doing an interview, and I'm like, oh, that was a great line. Ooh, that was a good line. And I was like, let's use that at the beginning as a as a tease. And the reason I don't do this is they take a lot of time. You've got to listen. You've got to, okay, that'll work. And here's my point. You know your audience. You know who the guest is. Instead of trying to find the perfect sound clip that will bridge the gap, why not just tell your audience, hey, today on the show, we have one of the guys that actually helped invent podcasting. And not only that, this guy gets his audience to donate thousands of dollars every single episode. We're going to find out what does it take to create content that gets people donating thousands of dollars every single episode. Here comes the new media show. Would you listen to that? I would listen to that. So I guess I kind of scratch my head because your the beginning of your show is so important. It really is. You only get to make one first impression. And I know that's so cliche, but why are we spending hours trying to find a clip that makes people go, meh, when you could simply make a clip, a tease that again, is going to build anticipation. It's going to answer a question that maybe your, your audience wants to hear things like that. And you could do that in much less time. That's one of the things, again, my mission is to help you avoid creating podcasts that make people go, ugh. My mission is to help you make content that makes people go, ooh, I want to hear that, and click play. Now, if you want to hear that episode, you can go over to newmediashow.com and just look for Adam Curry. You can go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 730 because this is episode 730, and I'll have a link right to that episode. And of course, if you want to check out Adam's show, just go to noagendashow.com. And I mentioned earlier that I'm going to talk about one thing that I did to really increase the engagement of my show. We're going to get to that right after this. The School of Podcasting helps you start podcasting worry-free. What do I mean by that? I know you might be worried that you're going to sound stupid. Well, guess what? The Planning Your Podcast course shows you exactly how to figure out what your audience needs in a podcast. So you're giving them exactly what you want. You're not going to sound stupid. You're going to be a superhero. And I realize that you might be thinking, yeah, but I don't know. I'm going to be all alone. I'm going to be banging my head against the wall. I offer live group coaching multiple times a month, every Friday. Plus, you have a private Facebook group filled with brilliant podcasting minds. You are never, ever alone. And you're like, mm, I don't know. I'm just not that much on technology. I've got step-by-step -step tutorials that will walk you through every single step. And you're like, mm, I don't know. I'm just not sure. You can join worry-free. There's a 30-day money-back guarantee. If on day 29, you're like, Dave, you know what? I tried it. This isn't for me. Not a problem. I will refund your payments. No questions asked. Check it out. Schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code listener when you sign up to save 20% on either a monthly or yearly subscription. Schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. 
I mentioned earlier that I do a show called the Podcast Rodeo Show. It's a show I did as a test, and then it just never went away. And it does occasionally feed people to the Podcast Review Show, which is the primary show I do to review people's podcasts. But I'm starting another one as kind of a test, and it's called the Grow Your Community Show. So I'm going to play you uh, part of the trailer that I did for this show, the original one. Let's go that route. You're thinking of launching your own online community. It really gave me, okay, these people are really cool. So if I can facilitate the party, this could be special. But there's got to be more to it than just throwing out your shingle. It's like anything. If you want to learn how to ride a unicycle, you go watch a YouTube of somebody who already knows how to do it. And maybe you reach out and say, hey, how did you do that? Which is exactly what I did, because I wanted to find out what works. That you have to find out what it is that's unique about your community and why people want to be there. And maybe what doesn't. We lost about a third of our membership. Real talk without the hype. I don't know of any word that has been more bastardized in the last few years than mastermind. It all starts with knowing who your audience is. How this group attacks the world, if they see something happening, they go and intellectually approach it. And that's my group. Welcome to the Grow Your Community Show. Tips and insights into launching a safe, engaging, and effective community. Find it at growyourcommunityshow.com. So that was my rough draft. That was my first one. And I the only reason I picked that music is because it starts slow and then eventually kicks in. And that is Kim Newlove doing the voiceover. You find her at the pharmacist with an S, thepharmacistvoice.com. And she's a member of the School of Podcasting. And I played it for another member of the School of Podcasting, Kim Craggy from Toastmasters 101.net. She's also part of the Northeast Ohio Podcasters group. Find that at neohiopodcasters.com. And she gave me feedback that sounded like this. Okay. I'm not in love with that music at all. Okay. You know, that's my mom type music. I would like something less churchy sounding. Now, did I burst into flames when I got some constructive feedback? No, because you know what? I kind of thought the same thing, but, you know, that that would work as well. And uh, some other things she said. Is like That's that. a trailer? That's a trailer. Okay, for a minute, maybe. You have, a, you have an error at the beginning? Play, start it again. And the part she was talking about is where Roger Whitney says this. It really gave me, okay, these people are really cool. So if I can. So he starts off with, it really gave me, okay, these people are kind of cool. And I didn't even notice that. Roger starts a sentence and then he stops and restarts. And honestly, that it was, that was a big bounce for me. It's like, okay. what happened just there? I'd probably edit the the opening quarter of a sentence out. So I got what is called. Feedback and feedback is your ability to improve. When I was a, a trainer in the corporate world, I taught a lot of Microsoft Office and QuickBooks and things like that, but I also taught customer service. And I always said, when you have a customer who is willing to say, that doesn't work for me, if you actually change that and they come back and they say, this is much better, you've got a customer for life. And so I reached out to a few people, not just Kim, and got some feedback on this. And with just changing one thing, 
What did I change? I, well, actually, now I think about it, I changed two. I lied. I changed two. I forgot. See, again, I'm not seeing the thing that Roger Whitney said. I was so close to the trees that I didn't even see those like one and a half words that he spit out. Primarily, I changed the music, but I did take out like one and a half words of the beginning of the sentence from Roger Whitney. So I'm going to play. This is the trailer for a new podcast that's coming very soon called Grow Your Community. And listen what just changing the music, okay, and one and a half words did to this particular trailer. You're thinking of launching your own online community. These people are really cool. So if I can facilitate the party, this could be special. But there's got to be more to it than just throwing out your shingle. It's like anything. If you want to learn how to ride a unicycle, you go watch a YouTube of somebody who already knows how to do it. And maybe you reach out and say, hey, how did you do that? Which is exactly what I did because I wanted to find out what works. That you have to find out what it is that's unique about your community and why people want to be there. And maybe what doesn't. We lost about a third of our membership. Real talk without the hype. I don't know of any word that has been more bastardized in the last few years than mastermind. It all starts with knowing who your audience is. Welcome to the Grow Your Community Show. Tips and insights into launching a safe, engaging, and effective community. GrowYourCommunityShow.com So there you go. And that's with one, well, actually a few pieces of feedback from people like Kim at Toastmasters101.net. Also, thanks to, again, Kim Newlove from The Pharmacist Voice for being my voiceover for that. And with just tweaking a little thing, don't be afraid to play with your show. It's yours. It's absolutely yours. And you can mold it and shape it into whatever you want. And I actually like that better. If you haven't figured out, I like kind of funky music that makes you want to get up and shake. Well, your butt. And the other thing I want to point out where the music stops there, that was a mistake. The first time it happened, I didn't drag the file to the right spot. And I was like, I kind of like the fact that the bottom drops out for a second and really accents the words. So I did it again later in the thing. How did I figure this out? By playing with the files and just saying, what would happen if I did this? What happened if I did this? So we actually talked about that in the last episode. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 729, We talked about how there are a lot of really popular things that were kind of invented by trying to do this, and all of a sudden, this other thing happened. So again, don't be afraid to play. Don't be afraid of feedback. Feedback is the opportunity to make something better. Hey, what is your favorite episode? That is the question of the month. This is something we do at the end of every month. We have one episode where I take feedback from awesome people like you and put it all together. And so this is a way to kind of promote your show. Well, it's not kind of. It is a way to promote your show. And I just want to get the insights as to why you think this is your best and get some insights into you and what you think is good. Again, the question is, what is your favorite episode of your show and why? And obviously, again, tell us about your show, your website address. The deadline is July 24th, 2020. Just go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash question. As I mentioned, I'm on a mission to make sure that when people click play, they don't go, ugh. And if you'd like to start your podcast 
Go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash start. Use the coupon code LISTENER, and that will save 20% on either a monthly or yearly subscription. If you already have a podcast, I do like to help you grow your influence. And one of the tools I have for that is the podcast review show. That's the show I mentioned earlier. I do with Eric K. Johnson from Podcast Talent Coach. You get two podcast consultants. We listen to the beginning, middle, end of your show. We look at your website. We have you fill out kind of a form to make sure that your content is in alignment with your goals. It's really one of the most in-depth podcast audits on the internet right now. You get two opinions plus, like I said, your website, your audio, your flow, everything is checked. Find that at podcastreviewshow.com. Everything we mentioned today, you can find out at my website, schoolofpodcasting.com. Thanks so much for listening. Until next week, take care. God bless. Class is dismissed. Of the description of this episode, here it is. At just six years of age, Jabali Smith, along with his, uh, mm, is to and 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 you want me? Uh, I mentioned earlier that I do a show called the Podcast Rodeo Show. Easy for me to say. Jeez. I want your show to sound good and hook people with as little as, ah, gee, bleh.